I'm Ronnie. Hi. And I'm Jenny. Hello. And who are we, Jenny? We are the Heart and Soul Sisters. Yes, we are. <laughs> and this is uh, um, our new format of video podcasting. We still have the audio available, but um, we're excited that we're in video because I like to see you whenever I can. So that's exciting. <laughs> I feel the same way. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so today we're going to talk about uh, reconciliation without, sorry, got it backwards. Forgiveness backwards. <laughs> with, forgiveness without reconciliation. Forgiveness first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so this topic was your idea, so I'll let you take it away. <laughs> oh, goody. Thank you. So, yeah. So how do we, how do we forgive, right? How do we let go of anger and hurt? and self-righteous indignation <laughs> and all that stuff that we love to, I didn't deserve it. I did not deserve this. Um, right. And move on and move forward. Um, so, you know, I, I've thought and I've been confronted by, by this. I'm sure you have, but probably I have more so because um, living in the same area as my parents, um, who were very vocal with, you know, any audience I think that would listen, um, that I cut off contact with them. And it was not, it was not an easy decision by any means. I mean, it took me a number of years of talking with you, Ronnie and counseling and spiritual counseling as well, um, to finally come to that decision. And, 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 there have been other situations with friendships that perhaps were not the healthiest, you know, through the years that I had to say, right. you know, this is just not healthy. It's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for my kids. Um, and that's, and so I have had to do that more than once, you know, and, and, yeah. and, you know, people are all, you know, and, and well-meaning people will come and come up and say things like, well, you should forgive your parents. They, they, uh, they are so they're, they're hurting so much. And, oh, you should forgive that, that friend. They're, they're so upset that you're not seeing them anymore. And, and it, it, it's like, it's not about forgiveness. Absolutely. I forgive people. I mean, I forgive the, you know, the bully from second, third, fourth, fifth, all the way through eighth grade that used to make my life miserable. And yeah. when I found out from actually one of my close friends, I'm digressing, but it's, it's a good point is that, she, you know, we lived in North of Detroit and then we moved to the Western UP and I had a very good friend still stay in contact with Deanna um, from the Western UP where we lived on our farm. She went to college and this bully and they they met at college, oh. and they oh. were from this and from the same small town north. Of, and she said, "Oh my gosh, you're from such and such. You might know one of my best friends, Jenny, and, you know Jenny Weaver, Jenny Jarris at the time." And yeah. um, and he was like, "Oh, yes, I do know her, but I don't think she'd have anything positive to say about me." And I thought, what? what a profound and odd meeting. And sadly, yeah. this person had become a major drug dealer on that campus. And, and oh. my friend, my friend knew that. And I, I felt sad 
you know, and she said, no, I'm, I'm not interested in dating you for those reasons. But then later when we, when we connected, I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And she, and then I relayed to her how he made my life miserable at school until eighth grade when we moved away. And, and I said, you know, and the sad thing is I never, never hated the kid. I even, even when he was making my life completely miserable, I knew that he was a really miserable and troubled person. All bullies are, all bullies are. And I didn't hate him. And I think that that's just part of who I am. I, I, I was, I think I was born that way. I, it, it would be nearly impossible for me to hate anyone. And, yeah. and certainly that's, how I, I mean, if I feel that way about a bully that made my life miserable all through grade school, then how, how could I possibly hate my own parents and brother? I don't right. hate them. I love right. them. Right. Um, but it has just been, you know, at, at, you get to a point where you have to, I think, stop the injury from occurring over and over again. And right. that's, that's what separation is. It's, it's, you know, you forgive, you know, the Bible says, or every, every religion I think says about talks about forgiveness and the importance of forgiveness, right. but there isn't, there isn't anything in scripture. I don't care what it is that says that you have to go back over and over and over again to receive more abuse. And that's, that's what, that's where forgiveness is necessary for your own peace of mind and heart. Um, and so that you're not stuck in, in a, a cycle of reliving your, your past abuse. Um, but reconciliation is a completely different animal. Yeah. Recon- reconciliation is about two, two parties coming together saying, and both sides saying, this did not work. This, this was messed up. And things need to be done differently now. And if you don't have that from both parties, reconciliation is not possible. No. You, you, you know, it's just like these, you know, anybody who's been in any, any type of abusive relationship, the abuser is very hard to break that cycle. It's very hard to get out of that mental illness. Um, And if you throw in other mental illnesses, such as our family with addiction and, you know, the, the personality disorder traits that, that our, our parents exhibited, um, those are really tough to heal there. It's a hardwire issue in the brain. And, and that's a, that's a, that takes intensive psychotherapy for years, like, like, once to twice a week and you don't fix those things unless you really want to fix those things. You have to right. be aware. And so I think, you know, for us, it's like my spiritual advisor back when I lived in Nashville, before we moved here, you know, um, we talked about this cause I would, I would have moments, you know, I would have around their birthdays, around the holidays, around, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, anytime, anytime those, you know, you and I send love, love messages to each other and we say, happy birthday, mom, happy birthday, dad, happy birthday to our brother, you know, Um, but it's always, it's always been a a sword through the heart, you know, Um, and it, it gets a little better as the years go by, but it doesn't, it doesn't go away. 
No, it does not go away. And, and anytime I, I, and, and they followed me here to this tiny town. Um, and if I see their vehicle, you know, I, I stop and just, I, I tell them I'm sending you love and light mom and dad and, and peace because it's one of the hardest things to do. It's hard. Um, even though my intellectual mind understands this is really sick. They followed me here. (laughs) You know, this is not healthy. I know that, you know, um, but there is still my parents and my brother and I still love them. And, um, I want them to live a happy life. I want them to grow and evolve spiritually. I want them to heal. I can't do it for them. I can't fix it for them, but that doesn't stop me from wanting that for them. You know, just like right. I wanted it for that little bully, you know, that, that, that yeah. God bless him, you know, um, a drug dealer, a drug addict, and God knows what he's done with his life since then. But it just, it, it's, I don't rejoice in anybody's suffering. I don't. No, and, no. and, uh-huh. and, and so that's the thing about, about forgiveness is, is when you truly love that person and understand your connectedness to that person we're all connected to each other. We are all sparks from the same flame of eternal yeah. love, period. And right. if you understand that, yes, in the moment you may get angry about somebody doing something that sure. really ticks you off. But if you really understand that, you 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 can't help yourself but love them and and wish the best for them. Right. Um and and so you know, you and I have talked about this even recently. It's like, oh, I would love to just try maybe one more time, maybe one more time yeah. to go talk to mom and dad. You know, maybe, maybe this time they would greet us with love, but I don't think <laughs> anything's changed. And I just, and even though, even though I, I love them and I, and I understand the mental illness and the addiction and the abuse and all the, all that messed up stuff rolled up together. I don't think that I want to step back into the range of fire. I don't, I don't think I, I want to hear again that I'm dead to them and don't ever come back. Um, Oh, and, and how it was all your fault because it was all my fault. we, we've talked in the past, past podcasts about how, you know, you were the one who really pushed the issue. Like, I can't, I can't take this anymore. I can't keep coming back here. I can't keep bringing my kids back here with the way they're being treated. And I was the one dragging my feet about yeah. recognizing what was going on. Um, but I'm the one that wrote the first letter, the open letter to the family. And I thought if I could just lay it out, I said, look, we got to be honest about what's really happening in the family. We got to be honest about what's been going on all these years. And I, you know, I laid it out there. And as we said in a previous podcast, the response was a 20 page letter about how it was all your fault. (laughs) Not even me. I wrote the letter. You had nothing to do with it. I read it to you. So you knew what was in it and it was coming. Yeah. But it was all about you and how terrible you were. And, and (laughs) like you said, you can't, you can't come back together. And a couple of those went back and forth. And so I responded to that. And then our brother jumped in and then our mother jumped in again. And, and then it was like, oh my God. I mean, it was, it was a lot of hate. You, a lot of, you, yeah. <laughs> there you was probably a lot of hate. knew it was that bad, but I, I, I was left feeling after the couple of weeks when the letters went back and forth, like this is way worse than I thought it was. Cause I naively thought if we just named what was happening, 
that we could all sit down and talk about it and work it out. And boy, was I wrong about that. Mm. That was just way off base. Mm. And so anytime, you know, we try, and we've had lots of conversations in the early years in particular, mom and or dad would call me and say, we just don't understand we just don't understand why you've made this choice to break contact. And so every time I would explain, this is what's happening. This is what happened in the past. This is what's happening now. This is the way in which you're hurting me. This is the way in which you're hurting Jenny. This is the way in which you're, you're doing unhealthy, terrible things to the kids in the dynamics you're setting off with them. And every time it was if I had never spoken. It was if I had yeah. never uttered a word. I had yeah. to start all over again and go, yeah. this is what happened. This is, this is what, this is the reality. This is, these are the real problems in the family and just over and over. And, and then, like you said, we tried to go see them and once in a while we could have, uh, you know, a short visit with, with, you know, just a limited kind of, and actually it was me. I was able to do that. I was able to go with my husband and my daughter once or twice when she got much older and have a short, reasonable visit. But if you were in the room, it was not possible because they just targeted you. Just it, well, it was it was explosive volcanic yeah. rage, and it, 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 yeah, it was ugly. It was well, yeah, <laughs> it was and like, ugly, you said, yeah. like you said, it was the last one. Was it's okay? I write you off. You're dead to me. You don't have to feel guilty because I'm cutting you off. You didn't do it. I'm doing it. Um, and that was fourteen years ago. And then, and at different times, every once in a while, dad would call me at work and he and I would just have a conversation. Um, and it's easier to talk to him, frankly, but. Well, you were, you were always not, his favorite too. Well, that's, yeah. I know not supposed to have favorites, but he did as we got older, treat me that way. Oh, well, he made it clear. <laughs> um, but you were the hero. That was, yeah, that was, I, that you, was my, you were, that, that was, was your role, role. man. Yep. That was your that role. That was my role. So. Um, but that hasn't happened in a very long time. So, so then after they threw us out of the house, it was another one of those, give it one more try kind of thing. And so I was talking to them. I would call them once a month for almost a year. And then as they started to make their plans to move up to you and they started pumping me for information about you, I said, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I said, I, I've tried to have a light. This is what's going on in my life conversation and get the same from you, but I am not going back to those dynamics. And they quickly got off the phone and I didn't call them again and they move up there and haven't heard. So that's been 10 years. Yeah. Um, I really, at this point, I really don't think there's anything left to say because it goes back to what you said. There have to be two people or two parties willing to come together to say, this was a problem and how do we work together to fix it or at least make it better enough that we can be reasonably kind and civil to each other in limited context. Like that would be the bare minimum. Um, And that doesn't seem possible. It just doesn't seem possible at this point. Um, They've made, they've given no indication that there's been any change in, you know, how, how they feel. Um, none. And so it's, it's sad, but it's the reality. And, and like you said, it's, it's, 
it's not about being angry with them and I'm not punishing them. I mean, I know that's the way they interpret it. And you and I said that yeah. we said, you know, over the years that by, by, cause we, we cut off contact thinking this would shock them into doing the work that we felt was necessary to make things better in our family. Like having the honest conversations and originally and up front. Yeah. Originally, originally long, that, long. We thought the first, when we first did it, we first yeah. thought that was because they weren't hearing us. And we thought, well, I'm right. not going to keep doing this. And so we'll just like take a break. We'll just cut off. And, um, but that never worked. No. And so, and so then over time it was more like, well, I just don't want the pain anymore. Like you said, every time we tried, it would devolve into this is your fault and you're dead to me and all these shenanigans of yeah. getting, you know, our aunts to write us shame on you letters and, you know, all that stuff, all that recruiting family members to help continue to brutalize us essentially yeah. from afar. Yeah. And, um, and so it's not, it's no longer about trying to, it, it was never about trying to punish them. No, and no. it's, and, and it's, and it long ago ceased to be a point of leverage to try to get them to see things differently or do things differently. Now it's just, this is what's healthy for us. This right. is what's healthy for our families. And um, it is sad. It's still a source of sadness. As you said, you know, we just had went through a month with our mother and brother's birthday, both. And um, it's still a source of sadness. It's the, it's the greatest tragedy, tragedy of my life that Absolutely. we lost our parents and our brother and that we lost so much of our extended family because they went around Absolutely. telling them whatever they wanted to. Um, yeah. So, but I don't, I don't, I don't have anger toward them. It's just, it's sadness. I have compassion for them because I know that they had their own really terrible times as part of their upbringing. Um, and I don't know the whole story. I'm some things I'm surmising from the pieces that, you know, I've learned over the years about the own, the abuse that they endured when they were growing up. Um, and the challenges that they've had in their lives. But I, and I, I have compassion for them. And as you said, I love them and I don't have any anger or malice towards them. I, I forgave them a long time ago, but mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not looking to go back in. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not looking to, you know, I'm not, I'm, I am not going to say, please, ma'am, may I have another? Yeah. You know, that's not, that's not what love is about. That's not what compassion is about. That's not what forgiveness is about. Right. Um, that would be, that would not be kind or compassionate to myself if I did that. Yeah. No good comes of that. And it keeps them stuck in the same patterns. Right. But we, oh, I know what I started, what I was going to say earlier is that we, when we first broke contact with them and as the months dragged on and things didn't get any better, we kept saying, you know, this totally feeds into their victimology. This totally feels into mom in particular, her martyrdom. It totally yeah. feeds into everybody's wrong to me. Um, oh, woe is me. Oh, poor me that my daughters have cut contact with me and, and cut me off from my grandchildren. Um, so be it. You know, I can't, I can't help that. I mean, I, it, it drove me crazy at first, to be honest. Yeah. But I think both of us, it drove, I think it drove both of us crazy. I want to feed into that, but it was, it was the only choice to be made given, yeah. given the reality and the alternatives. Yeah. 
So I think, and I think we don't ever, I'm an optimist. <laughs> I'm a realistic <laughs> optimist. Uh, and I, I think there's that part of you that just doesn't ever give up that hope, that hope oh, of, yeah, yeah. you know, that maybe, maybe, maybe this is going to come out with a, a beautiful, happy ending. You know, maybe um, there will be a tremendous transformation of heart and mind, you know, late in the um, game, but late in the game, you know, but um, haven't, haven't seen any indications. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Right. And, and so I, I guess, you know, you have to also forgive yourself um, and realize that there was a Messiah and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that person. <laughs> you know, I can't, I, I'm not that powerful. <laughs> I don't have the ability to fix other people or to make things beautiful and wonderful for everybody, even no matter how much I want to. And um, it's, it's, and it, and it's also, I think of Abraham Hicks and Esther, Hicks, you know, and talking about the, the, the law of attraction and then the, um, the law of allowing, you know, it's not our job to, I know we talked about judgment and it's not our job to judge others for the life they're choosing to live. Yeah. And, and that I need to be in a place of allowing others to live that life however they feel called to and, and love them where they're, where they're at. And so there are people in my life that I love them. I love my parents. I love my brother and I love them where they're at. Yeah. But it doesn't right. mean that I can be present in their life, yep. that I can be a part of their life. Um, same thing with people from the past. We've all had I think those friendships or work relationships even where yes. we've had a supervisor that just was abusing their power was in the wrong place, maybe sexually harassed us. I've experienced all those things in the work yeah. environment and I don't hate those people, but right. I certainly have, you know, there's no, there's no chance for reconciliation or, you know, it, 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 it has to be a distancing thing. And and I think that there are people in our lives that we just have to say, bless you. This is your path. You chose it. And I'm not going to be a part of it Yeah, and, and, and move on and, and try, try to do that in a way where we're not bound by our, like those strings of resentment or those attachments of resentment or anger or self-righteous indignation. We've all been there, <laughs> yes, yes. you know, and, but to really truly cut those ties and release them. And that's what forgiveness does for us. It helps us release those binds that we have those, those to past pains, to past wounds and mm -hmm. say, you know, I love myself enough. I love you enough to just release you and, re and release yeah. me release me from carrying that around. Um, because, you know, how many of us have heard people say, I will never forgive that person. I will never forget what they did to me or did to my mother or did to whatever. Um, and, and who's being hurt by that? <laughs> right. <know>? right. 
the heart that's holding that, right? Right. So I they want my heart. They never know. We'll never know. Exactly. I want my heart to be healed. I want my heart to be free. I want my heart to be free, to be full of love, to share with everybody else, including, including those people that cause me pain because right. they have to be hurting to cause that kind of hurt in another person. They have got to be seriously hurting right. and they need, they need more love. Just like, just like we do. Right. Right. We need to love ourselves, but that person actually needs way more love. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Matt Kahn, whenever, whenever yeah. things are the worst, that's when you, you need more love, not less at that moment. So Absolutely. yeah, I've, I've, you know, even before I really was, um, what I want to say, fully embracing the spiritual path that I'm on now. I, I have long felt for years that, you know, anything that I might wish on somebody who I thought had wronged me can't possibly be as bad as that person just having to be them. You know, I mean, like you said, anybody who's that miserable to somebody else does it from their own misery. And so what more could I, even if I were a vindictive person, what more could I wish on them? They've got to work it out. That's, you know, and what they really need is compassion yeah. and understanding and love, right? That it's not going to, yep. my heaping, my, um, you know, anger or indignation on them does not, does not invite them to be any better. And that's the other piece of this is yeah. that if we really, if we really think of ourselves as beacon, beacons of love and light, then we have to, we have to actually be that. If we're going around talking about all the people who have wounded us and hurt us and holding on to that, that's just dousing water on our flame. You know, it's not really, it's not absolutely the world. We're not part of the solution. We're not, we're not making the world a better place. We're not making an easier place for people who are in pain to, um, to shine their light more brightly. I mean, it just, it just is not at all helpful. Yeah. So it's it's not good for us personally, individually. It's not good for the collective to hold on to those things. Absolutely. So lots, lots of reasons to forgive. Lots Starting with yourself. <laughs> Starting yeah. with ourselves, right? Right. That's so important. Yep. Yep. Well, it's been good to talk to you today. Good to, good to talk you. to you too. <laughs> I love, I love seeing your smiling face. <laughs> oh, you're so kind. Um, just want to remind folks that we are on YouTube here with the video podcasts and we're still on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes um, with the audio version, the heart and soul sisters. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram, both the heart and soul sisters. So very, very easy to find. And uh, if you'd like to give us some feedback uh, or subscribe to find out more about what we're doing, you can go to our website, which is www.heartandsoulsisters, all the words spelled out, .net. Um, yes. Leave us a comment there. Join our, our subscribe to our list. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Yes, please give us, give us your feedback and any thoughts, any things that, that you would like us to talk about, any questions you have that you would like us to address, please do so. Yeah, love some to point, hear from I'd love, you. I'd love to get some questions and do a podcast that's just answering people's questions or a bunch of them, right? Answering Absolutely. So that would be that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. Great. All right. Sending you all so much love, light, and blessings. Absolutely. Till next time. Take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.